This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is powered by ExpressVPN. You can stream every NBA game live for a fraction of the normal cost. Visit expressvpn.com slash street to learn more. What's up, y'all? This is Kenny Anderson. Y'all listen to the Causeway Street Podcast. All right, another episode here of the Causeway Street Podcast. Joseph Pavone's here. Joel Pavone, Sean Dutra. What up? Gentlemen. What, what, and Jordan's in the house. Oh, Don't forget about Jordan. We, we got a special guest here. I don't know if we're going to put him on the spot. Jordan's in the building. How you doing, Jordan? What's going on? Say something to the people. All right. He's being shy right yes. now. He's being shy. You know what? He'll chime in later. Though. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a feeling oh, he's going to chime oh, in later. I know he will. Yeah, he, he will. <laughs> he is Sean's son by, you know. You would know better than the three than, than the both of us. So, yes, yeah, I guess yes, so. That is. makes sense. Yeah. But he um, is, <laughs> what, do you, what do you got? Here's Sean's offspring. Yes. Yeah. Hey, you can't keep him quiet for long. Yeah, we're all waiting to see how that unfolds. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> anyways. Yo, you, you as well as me. <laughs> anyways, the Celtics, on the other hand, uh, back-to-back losses against the Pacers and the 76ers. Of course, I want to dive deep into what happened in Boston against the Philadelphia 76ers. A lot to get into, uh, whether we're talking about late-game execution, whether we're talking about what the Celtics' big men had to say or what they did against the Philadelphia 76ers. We'll talk about all that and... Guys, we got four days off before the Celtics team comes back. Oh, a little vacation. So that's good for them, and it's also good for us. It's great we can, for us. We can marinate on these topics and break them all down. That's what we got. And, of course, say hi. Okay, we'll go. And, of course, we'll take our trip around the NBA with Joel's in case you missed it to wrap this thing up. But we have so much to talk about that I don't want to waste much time, fellas. All right, so – this. The, the Celtics dropped one against the Philadelphia 76ers. This big matchup that we couldn't wait to, to, to see um, Al Horford make his debut or at least his return back to TD Garden as a member of the Philadelphia 76ers. But we didn't get to see that. We also didn't get to see... At least he showed up. He did show up. That's true. Uh, at least he did show up. Yeah. At least he, at least he showed up Sign- and, then, and then he made an Instagram post after. And, and you know what? Sign autographs, was like, some babies. Right. It was like, I'm actually injured, so... <laughs> like I would play, but I'm actually uh, injured. Legit injured. And then also, though, I feel like when people talk about this game, it's easy to forget that Marcus Smart wasn't in the picture. Yeah, that's I a think, big. I that, think he would have made a big difference. A big difference. Thursday night, a huge Sixers. difference. What is he five? Eye right. infection, bro. Wash your hands, especially during flu season. No, you think he wiped his own butt and got pink eye? No, I'm sure he was in the booty of somebody, man. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me feel better, then. Yeah, he's an NBA player, man. He can All do what right. he wants. I wasn't even thinking about that. I was just looking at it as him not being in the picture. But I, I guess that's one one way he could have. Uh, Why does an NBA player get pink eye? How do we know he has pink eye, though? It's an eye infection. Isn't that what an eye infection is? I never usually, heard of. What does he got? What is he got conjunctivitis? That's, that's one version of an eye infection. So we, you know, we, don't, we don't know for sure. Did he wake up one morning and he couldn't open his eyes? We don't know for sure. <laughs> but I do know this, though. Eyelids stuck together. After watching the first half, the Celtics, of course, had a chance to win this game. But can we all agree that? They didn't deserve to win this game. Yeah. Like, can we say that? Yeah, at yeah. least I oh, mean, they, they, they could have stole. See, one. I don't. I don't know about that. I I think that that's the type one. of game that they've been winning all year. Well, isn't that bad? That it it, it comes down to especially uh, late in games that even when they have a lead, like it's no no lead is safe. So so the idea that the Celtics shouldn't have won the game, like they've been playing like this all year, bro. Like against the Kings, they could have won that game. 
You're going to say they shouldn't have won that game? No, no. All, they all did six, win against the Kings, and then they shouldn't have won that game either? All six of their previous losses before the Philly game, they, they either trailed or they led by a small margin mm. when things like turned around. But my point is it always comes down to one or two things down the stretch that didn't properly execute. So what do you think went wrong against the Sixers? Against the Sixers? I mean, we could start a, cu- a couple different places, right? We can talk about uh, Brad Stevens deciding to uh, the Celtics to intentionally foul Ben Simmons. That was awful. We can way. talk about him not burning his last time out when uh, Jason Tatum made that crucial turnover off the inbound pass. Are oh, we going to talk about Jason Tatum not running the baseline to, to, to inbound that ball? Wait, 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 wait. Or you too. could, or you could be talking about how Jalen Brown just fucking slipped out of nowhere. He slipped out of nowhere. He didn't get pushed. Even though the NBA admitted that it was a foul, it should have been a foul. All right then. So where do you where do you want to start when when we're talking about something this late game execution? I don't think the late game execution was actually the biggest problem yeah, of the night. Yeah, yeah, nobody was talking to you, Sean. All right, I was asking Joel. You didn't you didn't say that. <laughs> but I don't think late game execution was the big problem. It's like talking to Jordan over here. All right, well, what's, the, what's what's the big problem? Then? The big problem was the fact that in that game you didn't have Marcus Smart, so your big men didn't have support because I think like. Everyone wants to blame the big man for Embiid going off, but the fact that no, Embiid went I, off I don't. is because Marcus Smart wasn't there just giving him havoc all game. And and I know everyone's going to get mad. I know I know everyone's going to say, oh, but why <laughs> the f- why if, if, if everyone wants to anoint Jalen Brown as being the next big thing on the Celtics team, why did he have eight points? Why was he a zero in the second half? Okay. Why did he have five fouls again after getting fouled out of the night before? Jalen, Tell me go, why. Jalen did go 0 for 4 in okay. the second half. That's so, true. 0 for 4. Cantor has more shot attempts than Jalen Brown. That's a loss right, every so day. That, so let's, let's, talk, let's talk about why Scott torched Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum was always trying to go for a steal. Why don't you just play up man-to-man defense down low? Yeah, okay. <laughs> why why would I so this the, why would I bring up a Jalen Brown point? Do you always have to bring up a Jason Tatum point? Because you, you that's what you like to do. You like I to don't say like that to all, I don't like so to So you're going to blame you're going to blame the Celtics losing on Jalen Brown, solely on Jalen Brown. Not 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 Brad Stevens, not running play. I'm going to bring or up Brad Stevens, you know, his 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 suspect, you know, substitutions as of late, especially in the fourth quarter. In the third quarter, Joel Embiid only had 6 points with Cantor Guarding him for the majority of oh, that. Oh, you locked him down. I was just going to say. I was just going to say that, Sean. So the don't, bigs, so the bigs, are, the bigs aren't the issue. Yeah, here. don't. don't so the bigs were the issue. But you can't, you can't say that that Embiid was bodying no. Cancer. No, but at the end, no, at the end of the about. game, though. No, at the okay, end of the so game, that's what I'm getting at. Stevens, figured out Stevens takes out Cantor, and then when Embiid starts to starts to heat up. That's when you try to throw Cantor back on him. Like, oh, it didn't make right. sense. It didn't make sense. So why did you take out Cantor off but of him? But if Marcus Smart was in the game, you have Marcus Smart on Embiid at some point. I get that. That's causing him okay, okay. headaches all so day. So then if this team is so deep, why did you every game when they lose, especially when it's, it's a big man, which is not even – hasn't even been the issue this year because of like their schedule because Embiid didn't really go off in the first game they played against him. But my point is – Every time it, there's a defensive collapse, it's always oh well, Marcus Smart wasn't playing, so so that, that's I don't I don't buy that. Yeah, I don't buy it either. I don't buy that. I don't. Okay, are you? I'm not saying Marcus Smart is not an important piece. That's I, not what I'm saying. But I'm what I'm what I'm saying is that it's sort of the opposite. It's like don't blame the bigs. Like, oh, I'm not blaming the don't bigs. Don't blame the bigs on this because like everyone wants to point at the center position and say that's how they're going to get rocked in the East. Like, look, Tice and Cantor combined for 36 points, 14 rebounds. 
You can't ask for more. I mean, there's a reason for that, though, right, Joel? I mean, the Philadelphia 76ers, they pretty much just let them open out there because they're like, look, if we're going to lose, we're going to lose to you guys. We're going to lock down Kemba Walker. This is, of course, in the second half, right? Because yeah, yeah, Kemba yeah. Walker had himself a field day in the first, the first half. Yeah. Right? So we're going to lock down Kemba Walker. We're going to add pressure to Jason uh, Tatum. Jalen Brown's in the mix somewhere. We'll see what happens with him, but that's our primary focus. Those two guys. Right. And and if we have to live with open jump shots for Cancer, that's what we're going to live with. And right. Cancer had that little jump shot at the free throw line, like three straight possessions. Three in a row. straight that times. Was like, money. You, you guys shouldn't give this to me. And he, he nailed day. it. He did what you're supposed see, to do. I think, I think Cancer showed a lot of like why like they was, signed him. That Absolutely. Was, they let him be him. Yep. For the first time, I feel yep. like this season. Like they let him they let him be free. They gave him a lot of a lot of minutes and he Fucking took advantage of every right. single second that he was but, out there. But because of that, though, because they gave him that opportunity, the Celtics came back. You know, they cut that deficit in that fourth quarter. Yeah. But then that's when you're expected to see Kemba Walker take things over or, or okay. Jason Tatum take so things to, over. To All get, right, so let me give let me to, give let me give a stat real quick. Hold on. Between Walker, Tatum, and Brown, in the second half combined, they went three for twenty two from the field. But two of Jason Tatum's shots were money. When they needed it the most at the end of the game, the two big three pointers, especially the second one, which cut it down to a one point deficit. But that that's what I that's what but I then mean. He's when, the same guy who made the turnover. I know. Well, off but, the inbound okay, pass. you're gonna call that on whose fault is that? Him. He didn't run the baseline, bro. But he had a guy wide open, that. and whether whether he got fouled or he slipped, Jaden Brown, like that scenario right there with Jaden Brown and Josh Richardson, that was a problem. Like that. Right. Once like, Jason Tatum left his hands. He can't take it back. He no, was no. right there, first and then all, he fell. First off, it was a bad pass. Why? It was a bad pass. He threw it at his fucking feet, bro. No, it I was think, a bad pass. Number I think, one, but Number but two, hey, no, you've had those like, passes. Hold on, hold you've on. had those if passes thought, where you have it, and you right as you're releasing it, you can't get it back, and you try to pull a, it back, and it okay, goes down. But if he felt if he felt rushed to make that pass, there's still another timeout. Why don't you also, call the timeout? Also, that, that's that's on that's on Brad. That's on Brad as well. But I do think like growing pains are fine at the end of the game execution. But I mean, the biggest thing to me is where is your biggest players in the biggest moments? That's always what it comes down to. Yeah, but when you talk about Jason Tatum, though, he hit those two clutch shots. I mean, I, I'm not faulting Jason Tatum. Obviously, he made the biggest mistake down the stretch when he came to that inbound pass. You're putting that on him. But the Celtics shouldn't have been in that situation. Why are we putting it on that, that on Tatum? Then, because, because, look, Tatum already in the game, besides those two big threes, Already in the game, he's struggling. He's struggling. Right. And the first in the first half in the in the in the, in the opening quarter, aggressive, going to the going to the hoop, scored six quick points, got to the free throw line twice. The only time he went to the free throw line in the rest of the game. Right. So then, what the hell happened the rest of the game? Like it can't just be Walker trying it to can, try to like. No, I tell it you what happened. It can't be just Walker because that's what happened last season. I tell you what happened is Philadelphia's defense, and I think obviously Joel Embiid is the anchor of that defense, and it's contagious. In the sense of everybody's so committed to the defense that that's what led to them eventually grabbing the lead. Well, like you look at someone like Josh Richardson, yep. right? Made Tatum Brown his bitch all game. Mike um, Scott. Scott. Mike Scott. Scott. He made Tatum his bitch. Tatum was always trying to go for a steal instead of just ding up, stay in front of your your man. And they, Scott is not that big to begin with. And they did this without Al Horford. Exactly. Like yeah. I, I really like this is what I've been talking about since the summertime. Like I yeah, just they also did it like, without Marcus Smart. So when it like, comes when it comes I'm, to their defense, I'm though. not gonna. I'm not taking too much from this game. Is what what I'm gonna I come out with. You're gonna say that. Yeah, I knew it. I'm not taking. No, you Let's can't. Go. You can't play without Marcus Smart. If it was and the Gordon reverse, Hayward listen, coming two games off. Okay, of so then what happened in game one? Then this is two losses we're talking about against Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah. 
This team is a problem. That you could have won. This team is a problem. Yeah, I that know. you could have won. Both games you could have won. That's what I take away from it. Is like uh, we weren't outmatched. Like we yeah, just we, you, we had people that weren't ready to play or first game of the season, whatever. Like no. this game, you without Marcus Smart, who has proven this year has been one of the most valuable people on the team. And without he, Al Horford, he's the unofficial this is, captain. This is yeah. yeah, this is hard yeah, but, to look at. And the Celtics were right there. One shot at the end of the game. One foul exactly. that wasn't a foul but that should have been a called a foul. There was would have been t- the turning point of the game. But they should have been there though. They should. Yeah, they should have. It's the little. Philly's not a bad. It's the little team. It's the little things that they're they're they're, they're not capitalizing on without realizing you got timeout left. Or I don't know. It's just a. It's just no a man. Bunch of what I, what I give it to like Philly right now. Two wins and the two wins, they're they're showing that they're mentally tougher than no, the Celtics. No, I, I don't. Okay, that I one hundred percent don't believe. But what I do believe is that they got Philly on game one, and they got Philly right after Shaq and Chuck called out Joel Embiid for not being a superstar. So that's a, that's and, significant. And I you. think I think Joel Embiid is one of those players that is Which like proves my mental. I can be I can be immediately motivated, but then I'm gonna fade back into what I want to do and how I want to settle in. Like, I think, like, right off that, he's like, well, I got to score 50 tonight. You know what I mean? And damn near scored, what, 40-some-odd points? Yeah, 38 points. 38 points. So, but it is what it is, man. He did most of his damage late in the fourth quarter. That's what I'm trying to say. He did. He didn't have a dominant game from, game, no, from, from, game, from the opening tip to, to, to the last. No. Yeah. Because that third quarter, he was held in check, and Brad was like, oh, I'm just going to take out Cannon right now. Yeah. And I'm going to throw in fucking uh, semi on him. Oh, I'm going to throw in a little bit of more Tice. No, like. You had Cantor. This was Cantor's game. Yeah. This was Cantor's game. Up. He was fucking balling up on both you ends. You can't expect Cantor to play the re- 24 minutes in the second in half. In one game? Why not? I just think the Southern need to... What? I just, <laughs> I, I just think between now and the next meeting, they need to figure out yeah. what they're going to do the next time they face this team. Because I really do think the Philadelphia 76ers... Which is around the corner. Are... I don't want to say that they're like the best team in the Eastern Conference, but they're a really tough matchup for the Celtics. But if I, these two teams meet each other in the playoffs, that is the only team I it's worry It's a coin about. flip right if now, fully if you healthy, ask me. If fully healthy... With Marcus Smart and a fully healthy Gordon Hayward who's back in his stride, I think that the games will be a little bit different. Like I do, and but you know again, what? You know what? You know why I'm not worried about I it? I thought. That, see, that's what I thought heading into this game. But again, I was thinking we might even see a Celtics win in a blowout yeah, fashion. And again, but that wasn't the case. Horford didn't play. Horford, and, and if you're talking about the Celtics being healthy, then the, and then the next time they play, if both teams are healthy. And this is the same outcome down the stretch. The small things that you didn't do, or you, or or, or you, you didn't capitalize on. Then what's the what's the excuse going to be? And the other thing that's driving me crazy so, as well is the defending the three point arc. Yeah, that that's that's why, usually their mo. Why does Philly get to go off the way they did against the Celtics? Like, why is that's been happening lately? Yeah, it's been happening lately with other opponents as well. Like, why can't the Celtics slow teams down from the perimeter? And then when it comes down to late game execution, Kemba Walker, that's the guy I want. To have the ball in his hands, but I did not like that attempt whatsoever against Philadelphia. And then he tried to say that the ball got tipped. That was bullshit. That, that we all knew that wasn't the case. Another another game, and and I brought this up. <laughs> little shameless plug. I brought it up on the CNS post game show against Cleveland. They had to walk out to come back in the game after they were blown pretty much blowing out Cleveland and hit three back to back to back three pointers for them for them to be like, okay, now it's now it's done. And, right. and and I said and I so, said and I said because it's Cleveland, it's you know it's not a big deal. But they can't they can't get away with that when it's teams like playoff teams. Okay, and so they, and it happened with with the Pacers when they had a ten point lead, yep. and it happened with 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 the Sixers. What does when that come back down and forth. to? Though? What does that come down to? Late game execution. No, I, I so here's my thing. Late I don't, game, like, like I don't think it's late game execution because in each of those games they had leads, and when the leads dissipated, they took out 
like you said, Cantor. Well, that when I say they took I, out Kemba and Jalen and and Jason. But when I say late game execution, that Bob, that's in, that includes Brad because that you know that's he's he's the one calling the shot. I don't think it's on Brad yet, but I no, think no, I'm not what, saying what I like what I combination. No, things. but there's there's a two game two game losing streak against two playoff teams. That's not good. Yeah, but the problem is what yeah, this what is exposed to relatively me relatively easy schedule compared to other playoff teams. What's been exposed to me though is the lack of scoring or just players, NBA players on your bench. You're relying on Carson Edwards, Grant Williams, who I've been extremely disappointed with Grant Williams since I anointed him the next sixth man of the, whatever the fuck I said in the... <laughs> whatever you said about him. I was jerking his chain hardcore, bro. But... Those like who's on your bench? Who is on your bench that yeah, will come in and score? So can't no, but for real though, Joel, but you have nobody on your okay, bench who can score. Last, but the last two games, Cantor scored in double figures. It doesn't matter. Brad Wanamaker scored in double figures. Nope, not enough. So I mean, I get I'm it. sorry, a bench of Brad Wanamaker, Cantor, and then two rookies who can't really do not so much. Then you're, but if you're starting five, is going in double digits, which which happens. They have. Which happened? Which happened in these in these three? Those but last they're three gonna games. have bad games, right? They're, that's what I'm trying to get at, Joel. The Philly game. Did any of the starters play particularly well other than Kemba Walker? But it's it's not it's not a good look, and it's not. And, and all I'm saying is, but they can have those, those games in the those, regular season. But I'm saying, but for those who believe that this team is 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 fine the way they are, they need to tweak some shit, and this includes Brad Stevens with his. How many how many times in the last couple episodes you've 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 said like, yo, why is Brad putting out? These mixture of of oh yeah because you know, what I'm you know why though you know why though Joel it's because he doesn't trust his bench like if if he did trust his bench there wouldn't be a lineup of Wanamaker Ojale Brown Cantor and Robert Williams that that should never be a lineup right oh, I got you but but the thing is though is like what and 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 I know everyone's gonna be saying oh Sean's just saying trade people again but like you literally need to look at your rookie class and. And if you're not going to get any, anything out of Romeo Langford this year, if you're not going to get anything out about Carson Edwards this year, and even Grant Williams this year, which I don't think is going to be a valuable trade, Chippy's more worth you're worth more to you than anybody else. Well, those three guys you just mentioned, they're like their contracts aren't like. But I'm just saying, no, no, <laughs> they're not like. It, hey, it, hey, trade for roster, trade for roster openings, and then and then sign Jamal Crawford or sign J.R. Smith or sign somebody who's going to be able to come off the bench and just score points. You know what I mean? Because at this point, this team needs veteran presence on that bench, bench, because Carson has uh, Carson hasn't showed me anything in this regular season. Well, I mean, once once Smart comes back, you have Smart on your bench. Smart and on you your have bench. And you got Cantor on your bench. So what do you need on the bench? With, with you got you got a hard nosed guys, and you got a you got a big man. What do you need? And you got Robert Williams there too. But he's in and out. That's what I'm saying. But what what but, they, but what, what else do you need out. on that bench to make it a full bench? You need to score. You need to score or shooter, yeah. right? And that's what this team is lacking right now. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Celtics fans. Carson Edwards is not filling that role anytime soon. Well, maybe well, he Carson, will eventually, well, but are well, you going to be patient? I know, but Carson went up to Maine, so he wasn't even a factor in in in, in the in the Philly game. Well, he, he played in okay. uh, Indiana. All right, so then let me let me ask. In you Indiana, this. they had at least the, the 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 number thirty and number twenty nine bench team went against each other, and we got outscored by like. Three times by their bet. 
This episode of the Causeway Street Podcast is powered by ExpressVPN. You can stream every NBA game live for a fraction of the normal cost, thanks to ExpressVPN. And here's how it works. The NBA offers League Pass, which lets you stream games online, but if you live in the U.S. or Canada, it doesn't let you watch them all. Some games are blacked out. So what do you do? Fire up ExpressVPN and use it to change your location to a different country. Buy and use the NBA League Pass from there, and boom. No blackouts. And depending on your country, NBA League Pass could cost about $15 for the whole year. Doesn't that sound a lot better than $200? ExpressVPN works on your computer, phone, router, and consoles like Fire TV so you can watch all the games from any device. Even when I'm not watching the NBA, I have ExpressVPN on 24-7 because it also encrypts all my data, keeping it safe from hackers. Enjoy all 1,230 NBA games throughout the season in HD with the world's most trusted VPN. ExpressVPN. Get three months free at VPN.com slash street, after which you can sign up for NBA League Pass at a huge discount. You don't want to miss out on this deal. That's ExpressVPN.com slash street. For three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash street to learn more. Let's get back to this podcast. All right. Let me ask you this then. And I have to ask it. Even though I don't agree with maybe your answer. Why do they bring up Taco Fall if they weren't going to give him a little, a little taste? I don't think Taco Fall is a problem right now. I don't think Taco Fall is a problem like uh, no sorry not a problem but a the answer an Solution. answer to a problem because i don't think center depth is a problem the problem is we have nobody who can come in off the bench and, and you know what maybe carson edwards in 2 3 years is going to turn into that guy but at this point when you get a team and a wide open eastern conference you can't just sit around and wait for carson edwards to figure it out no. i'm sorry you can't so if you got to put him in a if you got to if you got to trade him for a draft pick next year if you got to trade grant williams for a, a second round draft pick next year if you got to trade um what the fuck is the kid's even name you said romeo uh, Romeo Langford for uh, romeo. a future first from like a team that, like the golden state warriors or whatever to like two years out, you get a first round draft pick. You do it because you free a roster spot up, and then you can bring in a Jamal Crawford. You can bring yeah. in a J.R. Smith, and that to me is but right that, now. Right now, not to not to like push the panic button, but you need somebody that can score on your bench. But and that's, that's just but, that. But that's just it, though. Like I have two, I have two issues with that. With what you're saying, because I, to a certain extent, I do agree that they do need some help off the bench. Veteran presence. I agree with that. I agree with that. But that's not. It's easier. They need it, man. It's, but it's easier said than to actually go out and find someone like that. Because number one, I just gave you two names. I I understand that, but you gotta. You have to get rid of. You you have a full roster. But I know. But that's what I mean. Like, but if, how? But how are you gonna pull that off though? If like, no one, if you if you can't find a trade partner for these guys that you're talking about, or any of these rookies, or whoever, my man, you can trade. Yeah, but Grant what, Williams for a second rounder from Memphis in like 2021. Yeah, but like you can offload these guys. But who who's who's lining up to call Danny? Who's lining up? You know who wants to mess with Danny right now? No one. No one. But, <laughs> That's what but, I'm saying. Hey, if they're so saying they're, they're, give me a player, there's that. There's that. There's that piece of it. And then the second thing is, if your starters are not getting it together when it, it counts the most, then that's another problem that needs to be addressed. And maybe these these five days, four, whatever five days they got off. Maybe that's what they need. Let's not push the panic button. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. Pushing I'm. The panic I'm button. a panic button pusher. You know that. Yes. 
Let it, victim of the you, moment. You're not. You're not. You're, you're bringing victim up. The if, if you're talking about starters and how to make changes there, I will give you that solution right now. And you know what my solution is. No, 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 no. What I what, like I said, my issue, my only issue with Jason Tatum, if, if you're going to anoint this man, Paul Pierce 2.0, I'm not, but other people are. I then, am. Then he needs to show me and everyone else why you're been you're you're you've been anointed that like i want to see you know a combination of the things that we saw in the beginning of the season like during that 10 game winning streak he was balling inside and out rebounding like i'm not seeing that as of late especially pretty much since the beginning of this month he's up and down and that can't that can't be if you're like you need to you need to he needs to realize defense is going to collapse on him because He's going to be the focal point of the offense. Him and Kemba, right? So then you got to adjust your game. You can't just you can't just like I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. No, adjust. Make a little bit of little little adjustments here and there. Okay, there's like, a little bit on Brad because and, and you know we we were texting each other during the Philly game. We were actually tweeting at each other. Uh, you're very angry on the Twitter listen, machine, bro. Listen, listen. I'm the all like is, trying to tell a joke, and Joel's is out there like, no, 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 fuck you, bro. <laughs> No, no, you better shut up. You better shut the fuck up, brother. I didn't curse. I, I you mean, basically did. That's the tone I get. I didn't curse. That's the Twitter tone from the Cosmic Street podcast. No, because it's like you know you're you're you're, you're absent from the Twitter machine for a little bit, and all of a sudden it's not. It's not. Oh, this is the game. You, this is the game you want to but talk it, shit. But it's not because this I'm is not, the game you want to talk shit. I'm not. Wa- I'm watching the game. I get you. I'm, I'm not, saying, not I'm on saying. Twitter. I get you. I get you. But I'm just saying, just in general, as a as a as a a Twitter account holder. I need, <laughs> I need more, I need more tweets yeah, from I, you. Yeah, it's hard, it's hard, it's right? hard for me to tweet. You know, especially when we have you know CausewayStreet.com things. And a, it's hard for me to tweet, a, a retweet, bro. A retweet would be appreciated. Hey, there was some <laughs> bot out there at one point that was making me retweet everything you tweeted. Yeah, why don't you turn that shit back on and we'll be okay. All right, all right, we'll figure, we'll figure something out. But all I was saying is the way Jason Tatum started. And I'm not picking on him. I just I just want him to be great, bro. That's all. If you already believe you're great, then show us that you're great. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's only a little tweak. That's but all hey, he's got to do. Hey, here's my thing. But, here's but no, no. What I was going to say was, you came at me with, he's not that type of player, bro. He's not an inside king. He's a finesse player. I'm like, no. since when, bro? No. Since I mean, when? My, my when biggest, the first my, two years no, of his my career. my biggest thing about Tatum. My biggest thing about Tatum. But his that, first two games, his first two years of his career, he was he's averaging in the high forties. Here's why I love Tatum. Wise, because he goes, he can he can drive anytime he I wants to, bro. But relax, relax, six, relax nine. for a minute. Okay, relax for a minute. First off, this is still his third year in the league. I need okay? two. I need more than two. He's two averaging free throw attempts. But hold on, still his third year in the league. He's averaging twenty points a game. I get it. He's shooting. Forty. I get it, but he's two percent. Struggling. If you look, if he's you struggling look, to get there. He's but averaging. Hey, wait, he's averaging look 40%. at who else is. Look at who else is shooting forty-two percent for the. No, he's 41.9. He's forty-one point nine from the field. Yes. Overall. Look who else is. Look who else is in the NBA. They're not bad players. And also, um, but, but you're but you're 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 like you're like that's okay. And I'm like no, that's here, not okay. Hear me out. There's why it's okay. Here's why it's okay. He's Before like, you drop the bomb. A, he's not a great shooter though. You keep saying he's a great shooter. He's not. Not this year. The reason why it's okay is because in the clutch he is money. That's why I love Jason Tatum. Yeah, yeah. You know who else is clutch from time to time? Marcus Smart. Is it, 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 why do you think I love Marcus Smart? Okay, but is that what you want Tatum to be? No, I want. I you want, just want him to just chuck away from the three point line. I think though, if you don't then have maybe that, maybe he'll make it. But the hey, clutch and maybe but he hey, if you don't have the clutch gene, you're fucked. You're then James Harden. You want James Harden? 
You want you want some guy that can't no, that can't no. close games out? No, that's not what I'm saying. No, I said that's a clutching. That's why I love Jason okay, Tatum. Okay, but the thing I don't like about him is that he'll hit a three, and then he'll just keep attempting. And it's like, bro, you got an open lane. You know, you can blow by. Most of your defenders. He has been a little. Will. He has been a little cursed this year though and, at the rim and, though. And for he, some reason at the rim. He's developed this thing now where he's like, oh, I'm a fadeaway jump shooter now. Yeah, I know. That's not you, bro. I know. That's not you. That's that Kobe shit creeping back in. That's not in. you. And I get it. You know, you can go back to when he got drafted, which I have to bring up. You didn't want the Southern to draft Jason Tatum. No, I didn't want them. I, no, because, you didn't want. Hold on, you hold on. Markel Fultz. Let's talk about this. Okay, but say, but before you before you say what you're gonna say, what was the knock on Jason Tatum? Not a shooter. He's not a shooter. He shut up all the naysayers in the first like month, two months of the season. It helped because the Celtics were on a, on a you know, whatever, 15, 16, 17 game winning streak in that first season of Jason Tatum, where he was shooting lights out from behind the arc. He was like nearly 50% from, and he was taking a good amount. It's not like, it's not like Rondo, for example. I love Rondo, but he's averaging 50% from the, from the three point line, but he only takes like three a game. You know what I'm saying? So, but that wasn't Tatum. Tatum was averaging, Four, five attempts and making damn near 50% of those. And he held, he kept that up for a good chunk of that season. Like, and into the playoffs. And into the playoffs, correct. And that's why I want to see that Jason Tatum combined with the taking it to the rack Jason Tatum. But I think you, and I I've think seen you, that. you are seeing that growth from him. But he's at the same time, he's at, falling into old habits. But hold on. He's falling to Kobe habits. There's a reason why. Only Kobe could pull that off, not him. At the at the beginning of the season, he was getting to the rim at will, as we all wanted to see. But guess what he was doing? Missing layups. Like it got into his head where okay. I can't hit. I can't hit. He was he was literally through the first ten games. He was like the historically worst shooter from like three feet in. Well, that's just, this is why he needs to make the adjustment, whether it's mental, whatever. Like all I know is like all I know game, is this. Remember, remember the game. Remember the game where he he went. Uh, what was it? Like one for like. 22 or some shit and he went right to the Celtics practice center right after and he's like I, you know, I need to work one on for my 18. Well, yeah one for 18 sorry and I'm not saying like you gotta like post on social media every time you go work out that's not what I'm saying that's not, that's not what I'm getting at but if you if you knew I gotta get more shots up or I gotta like be in the gym more if you know you need to make these adjustments then make these adjustments don't just say you know it'll, it'll come to me eventually no I, I am a little bit pissed off about all the jason tatum hate because it's been out there because i do think it's unjustified because I mean, it's more at the end of the day at the end of the day if you want to talk about efficiency and if that's your big thing then i i don't know like you don't right now the celtics don't have a 6 10 small forward that's going to be able to get to the rim at ease they have tatum mm-hmm. and they have gordon hayward mm-hmm. okay but you don't like you can't compare Tatum to Gordon Hayward in these situations. No, I'm not because no. Hayward's been in the league for ten years. Yeah, yeah, you know what no, I mean? I know. But they're here's two, my thing. Here's my thing. They're two, at the end of the day, they're two the different end, players. Though. But people want to people want to say like, why is it taking well, Tatum thirty no, no, shots no, no, when it's taking Hayward twenty or whatever? But I, here's my thing. Then they're just looking at the box. At the scores, end of the, they're not watching the game. At the end of the day, the Celtics go on funks. It's not because of Tatum, but Tatum doesn't help them get out of the funk sometimes. Okay. But at the end of the game. In the fourth quarter, in the last five minutes of the game, there is nobody on the team other than Jason Tatum that I want that shot rotating to and him taking that shot. And and tell me I'm wrong. 
Well, I mean, I wouldn't mind Kemba. I wouldn't mind Kemba, but I but <laughs> when it when it goes to Tatum, All right, so then, so let me ask I you want this. Tatum over Kemba at the last five minutes of the game. All right, so then let me ask you. Let me ask you this then. Do the Celtics, when they're completely healthy, does a hierarchy need to be established? I've been saying this for a while. Because I've been saying I this mean, for a while, bro. There's too many miles to feed, but you've been telling no, me. No, but it's not, not but it's not because then, you know, with that logic, they got rid of a lot of miles from last season. And you're telling me there's still too many miles to feed? And they brought in Kimball Walker, I mean. Yeah, but you know, and you get a healthy you got rid of, Hayward. You got rid of but you got rid of Morris. You got rid of Rozier. Yeah. You got rid of Kyrie. Those yeah. are three Miles. Three hungry, big hungry hippos, bro. Al Horford's not here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't believe it last year, and I'm definitely not going to believe that this year. You know what I'm saying? So I think, again, it goes back to Brad Stevens. You got to figure it out, man, because it's, it, can't be, it can't be a repeat of last season because you don't have that talented, as great as this team has been so far. This team is not as talented on paper like they were a season ago, and you can't run into those same issues because then you got to start looking at Brad Stevens as, like, is he legitimately the coach that everyone thinks he is? All right. Damn. Good job, fellas. Yeah, you – Yo, did you just go change into a Buzz Lightyear outfit or what? Bro? Um, that must have been the case. Jesus Christ. Man, uh, yo. <laughs> That's so random. Why would you say that? No, I just uh, – you're wearing it right now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say it like this is a television show? No, people, I'm People just, can tell what you're talking I'm about. I'm just saying we, me and Joel were just battling it out. No, I know, but sudden, if you don't offer that context, it's like, wait, well, why would he – that's a random thing to say. Uh, it is what it is. Yeah. So is Sean has one laying around. And I put it on. I, yeah, I like it. It's comfortable. I got it laying around for my son who loves Buzz Lightyear. That's it. And then this motherfucker looks like the – Looks like remember when remember when Toy Story uh, three when they put him in the Spanish mode. Como estás? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. They put him in Spanish mode. There que, you go. Que tal, señor Dutra? Ah, uh, imagine if I was just like Woody in Spanish right now, bro. <laughs> what always cracks me up about those is the uh, the two voices are always the same. There's always that one oh, guy yeah. and then yeah, just a the girl. <laughs> the girl always cracks me up. Tim Allen, like a, like a little, like a little. No, no, no. You're talking kid. about. Oh, oh, I got you. Yeah. No, I'm talking about when you put something in, 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 in SAP. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's oh, the yeah, same. yeah. It's the same voices. It's like the same three three people. Right. Yeah. Yo, come on, stuff. It's like what? <laughs> 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 Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Anyways, I still will say this. I will say this definitively. Jason Tatum this year will be a better player than Jalen Brown. After all that's said and done. After all that everyone wants to, after all the ashes settle, Jason Tatum would be a better player than Jalen Brown. You well, think they'll both be all-stars? Why does he got to go back to that? Why can't they both be great? Do you think they'll both be all-stars? I don't know. I don't know. That Gordon really? Hayward shit fucks I'm it up. I'm surprised by your answer. I figured no, you would say no. absolutely not for Jalen Brown. Well, no, because because I think I think at this point right now the Celtics have one all-star in Kemba Walker. And then no, they have two. No, but but they'll they'll have two, right? Yeah. And it'll be Gordon Hayward, Jason Tatum, or Jalen Brown. And I think at this point, like as much as everyone wants to jerk off about a four game spread about Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum's been from start to finish a better player. So I, I think even... I think the two All Stars coming from the Celtics this year will be Kemba Walker and Jason Tatum. Yeah, that that's two I'm thinking of. I wasn't even thinking about Gordon Hayward. And I'm saying that because of you know the but time. But Hayward the time was he's making missed. a case. Yeah, he was making a case for a little bit there, though. Oh yeah, he was. But you know, it's, it's, it was so early. He hadn't even played ten games yet, so he could still make it. Don't get me wrong. The numbers, the, the numbers have been rock solid. But if we were talking about two All Stars right now at the at the All Star game, if if you could vote for All Stars and, and and the deadline was tomorrow, I think Jason Tatum and Kimba Walker for sure. Okay, there's number 
three. Jason Tatum's already reached that point where he's, he's then, an all-star. Let's opinion. let's hypothetically say the Celtics can get three in the all-star game. Is it Hayward or is it Jalen Brown? It's Jalen Brown. He's played more games. He's a 20-point scorer. He's shooting 50% from the floor. What do you think? Like, I don't, I don't even think it's that close, honestly. Really? Yeah, I don't. Because what I've heard from a lot of Celtics fans is that Jalen Brown is the future. Like, he's the guy. Yeah, but it's he had always four been, good games. It's, no, he hasn't, bro. He hasn't had more than four good games. It's been Tatum and Brown. Those are the future for this Celtics team. Kemba Walker's a president because he is getting older. So that's the core right now. Those three. Gordon Haywood fits in there because he signed through this year. Technically, he's signing through next year, but it's a player option. So, you know. I don't think that whole too many miles things to Jalen Brown or Gordon Hayward, who you got? Doesn't exist. All star, third all star. Brown. I mean, I, mean, if, if, I, if I, don't, get I injured, don't think this other is going to have three all stars. If Hayward didn't get injured, the way the East is going. Because no, but if Hayward wasn't injured, though, I, I, there was an argument to be made that Hayward was the, the best all around player for the okay, Celtics. Here's what's going to come to. Here's what's, here's what's going to come down to is like you're going to look at a bunch of people in the Eastern Conference. There's been a bunch of people. You're going to take Jalen Brown over Devonte Graham in the All Star team this year. Well, first no. of, well, first well, of first all, of all, they would they would classify him as a forward. Yeah. Actually, I was just gonna say, Gordon, no, but, Gordon but, Hayward. But the bench, the bench, ain't, the bench ain't about that. Gordon Hayward has a better chance because he's a, he's a guard. But the bench ain't about that. What's well, not bench, about being a starter? I just think no, that's I'm how they, the, the bench. They're just gonna pick the best players. Well, first off, Graham is out for who knows how long. Oh wait, what happened? He's injured with a fractured finger. He's gonna miss at least five games. That's what the team is saying. So no, I got Gordon Hayward. He got yeah. Jeez. Oh man! Really? You just turned him into a verb? Come on, man! That's fucked up. <laughs> well, that's what, what happened. It is what it is, bro. Yeah, it, yeah, is. it is. I don't know. There's a lot of. I don't know. I don't know, know if the Hornets are downplaying it. Like, no, it's not as serious. So like, then, Jonathan Isaac. Jonathan fraction, Isaac. A fracture's a fracture. Uh, All right. Look, I didn't bring this up to, to break know, down right? the entire All Star. <laughs> All right. There's a lot of good players in the team. Eastern Conference this my, year. My game. point is, if we're talking about three Celtics players making the All Star team. If, at this point in the season, then I think they're in pretty good shape. Yeah, I do think they're in good shape, and I do think that no matter the losses that they had against the Pacers and the 76ers, my confidence is not shaken. It's not. All right. Uh, when Marcus Smart comes back, we're going to be all right. All right, we neither. We'll see what happens because obviously this five-day uh, this five day break is going to be beneficial for these for, for this group, and and of course we have to look forward and see uh, what the schedule looks like because I think the Celtics could turn this thing around. Uh, two losses, you know, it's not exactly what I predicted. I thought that they would make a statement by winning both of those games, but that just serves to show that uh, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yep, exactly. Same here, bro. I <laughs> thought I had him pick winning wow. four in a row. Yeah, you know, because, I was on a roll too. How was yeah. it? Uh, the last two weeks, two three weeks. Who or so? said they were going to no. lose to the Cavaliers? Well, you. we were all wrong, technically. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like how Joel just wouldn't say I did. He's like, we were all wrong, technically. <laughs> we are all wrong, technically, whatever. It doesn't even matter. That's a Joel thing to do. But we all, <laughs> yeah, very, we all, very. We, we don't know what we're talking about, right? Because, you know, apparently it just takes one of us to make, you know, to make an uh, to throw out an opinion. It's like, oh, all three of you guys don't know what you're talking about. You guys suck. You guys no, that's whack. that's YouTube. Yeah, that's what they sound like. So, yeah. It's all sound like that. <laughs> all, all right, right we got going that? on. Well, let's do a new slate of predictions here and let's get into uh Sean Dutra's segment of looking ahead. All right, let's look ahead, baby. Let's see, let's see what we got. What do we got? What's next on the docket? When you look ahead. All right. And the Celtics have been on for 5 days, so that's about it. Hmm. 
It's quite the look in your head there, bro. But then when they come back, they play the Mavericks. And where do they play the Mavericks? In Dallas. Mm. And Luka Doncic is the MVP. I agree. That's all I have to say. I agree. And there's literally nothing else we can look ahead to because apparently we're in the middle of the Celtics bye week. (laughs) <laughs> which is ridiculous to me that that's a new thing, and people are still resting their players in the NBA. It's ridiculous. But I think we'll get a good matchup in Dallas. We'll see. It's going to be a tough, uh, tough, tough game for the Celtics. I think because they're playing over there. I'm going one and zero. So you're not going to do the rest of the schedule. You re- you realize uh, Sean hasn't said at any point they're going to lose in any any of these first three weeks. Oh or so. no! If, so if, if, if Sean if Sean was dead on, the Celtics would be 23 and 0 right now. <laughs> <laughs> they just be crushing it. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> be the greatest start we've ever, ever seen. <laughs> All right, am I looking ahead? No, yes. do, you, do you want me to look ahead? Do you want yeah, me to look man. way Go, far ahead? What you got? <clears throat> All right, I'm getting on my fucking telescope right now to look ahead because it's so far ahead. Again, I am not a fan of five days off. I'm not. Clearly. I am not. Especially when I'm trying to look ahead. But then, okay, Celtics Mavericks in Dallas on Wednesday night. They do need a time off, though. All right, time yeah, off is good. Yeah, you told us about that one. What's what's the next one? Pistons at Boston again. We're going to Texas to Boston like it's fucking like it's fucking DC to Boston. No, it's not even close. Why do we? Oh my god! One. All right, fine. We'll see. Well, last time the Celtics did play well on that weird back to back thing. Well, it's not back to back. It's Friday. But. I'm saying if you play in. Texas yeah, on Wednesday, and then you fly back, and then you have to play on Friday. That's whatever. Pistons, and then then the Hornets. Terry Rozier makes his way back to Boston. Apparently, Devontae Graham is not going to play in this game <laughs> because apparently he's injured. I never knew about that before. Right your now, finger, fractured finger. Is fractured Terry, is, fucking is, is, finger, kid. Is Terry going to go off? Is this the game we're going to see him go off? Um, yes. If there's one game, I I I will say. I think I may try to get tickets to this game because I want to win my Scary Terry jersey. It's a Sunday, too. Six o'clock tip. Sunday, bad. six o'clock. Terry Rozier. No Devontae Graham. I think Terry Rozier has himself a game. I do. And I'm going to love it. I'm going to love it. Now, hey, getting back to our thing, Terry Rozier got the tribute video. 1,000% he does. No, he's not going to get one. 1,000% he does. So Al Horford doesn't get one, but they'll get one to Rozier. They gave it to Al. No, no, they gave him a standing ovation. Yeah, that's it. See, and that—that's what pisses me off. People are like, "Oh, they give it to everybody." No, they don't. Like, that's not the same. Okay, I, recognizing I bet you, a former player is not a tribute video. It's I bet you, Terry Rozier is going to get a little vid of him in the uh, the playoffs that year. Oh, like the scary Terry. Shit? Maybe the scary Terry. They, shit. they might show like one highlight and then put him on the big screen. Yeah, like, like that's show, what I mean. Like, yep. Yeah. Yeah, show, show that's Bled- gonna happen. Bledsoe with the shirt. Bledsoe, and then because you know what, that's... <laughs> Bledsoe just comes out center court. Presents up, and Bledsoe is just like the on court announcer that night. <laughs> he finally gives him that wine he was talking about. Remember, yeah, he's, he's, like, like, yeah, yeah, he's gonna present them with the, the scary Terry limited edition rose. Rose, <laughs> yeah, I want that shit. <laughs> rose is gonna open it and just chug it right in center court, and then just play basketball. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I play drunk all the time anyways, man. So what the fuck is this? This is, this is nothing. <laughs> In the beginning of the fourth quarter, he's just yakking. Normally, I drink Hennessy, but, I mean, Rosé would be fine. Uh, So what, 3-0? Off a five-game break, 3-0. Definitely. But you say you're not a fan of the break, so what if? I'm not a fan of it because I like to watch <laughs> basketball. Oh, 
Yeah, three and zero. I'm going three and zero. Like, Overtime I, win I, in Dallas. Like right now is right towards the season where I'm like, hey Paula, I got the TV, you know, every other night type shit. Now she's gonna get too busy watching HGTV. <laughs> Wednesday comes and then I don't know. Am I am I gonna get well, it? I don't, know. Other, I don't know. I don't know. There's other basketball games to watch, bro. You know, it's just. I you know, know, man, but it's you know. There's no, no, I know what you know what Sean's saying though. Sean's saying he's gonna be watching uh pe- people uh. You know, fix up starter starter uppers. No, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Fixing up houses. You got multiple TVs. And plus, together, and plus I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. Wednesday survivor night, bro. So it's tough. Jeez. Mm. Wednesday night games are tough for me. Sounds like it's not Paula. That's all about watching other things. Hey, anybody out there that's a survivor fan, you're in the same boat as me. I went to work the next day and I was like, Does anyone watch Survivor here? And they were like, you still watch Survivor, bro? <laughs> yeah, I would have kept that to myself. Yeah, man. Just, what know. else do you watch? You watch something else that's questionable. No, Paula watches Big Brother. I don't. I don't fuck with that shit. Really. Big that Brother, was... no, something else. No. Oh, Ninety Day Fiance. That's your shit. No, I don't fuck. Yeah, I do, bro. <laughs> no, Paula watches that shit too. You can give me an update. She got she longer got, than what you just said. She got Gabby out. into that. It's the worst show ever. Yeah, it's the worst show ever. It's the fucking stupid. It's the worst show ever. <laughs> I'd rather watch Love and Hip Hop. All right. Thank you for that extended version of uh, yeah. looking ahead. Hey, there's not a lot of basketball games to look ahead to, so Clearly. I might as well give you the Survivor update, bro. Yeah, yeah. appreciate yeah. that. Not one of your best stories, though. Yeah. All right. <laughs> not to bum you guys out, but <laughs> let's wrap the show up. The way we wrap up every single episode here on Causeway Street with Joel's In Case You Missed It. Sounds he like, said, I went, sounds like why? A, sounds like a fucking chore. He's like, <sighs> Joel, what did we miss? In Case You Missed It. In Case You Missed It. In Case You Missed It. All right, in case you missed it, <laughs> the Heat have suspended Dion Waiters yet again. What happened? He's been suspended through December 23rd for, and I quote, failing to adhere to policies and violating rules and continued insubordination, according to the Heat. Did he take another edible? Probably. She just can't. Just can't. You think he just was like, yo, you think I can't hold, hold an edible? I'm going to do mad cocaine. No, there's got to be something else. It's got to be a meth head. Else. Probably meth head, huh? Yes, definitely. No, <laughs> freaking meth head. Well, what yes. is it then? What is it? I don't know, man. He's just got got problems. Maybe he wants to be the guy, and he's like, "No, don't listen to Jimmy. Take more edibles." <laughs> Jimmy's like, "Take no. more. No more edibles." I don't know. Who knows? Obviously, they're not gonna fucking talk about what exactly why he's been suspended. So it is what it is. For Dion, who has yet to play a game this year, <laughs> he hasn't even played this year. No, he hasn't why did they suspend him for ten games if he didn't get didn't play this year? Because he picked the, like the worst coach yeah. to, to behave this way. With. No, no, because he was he was injured to start the season, and then <laughs> like Spolster's not gonna put up with this. Yeah, time. he was injured to start the season, and then that the whole plane ride where he was freaking out. because yeah. he uh, was because he took I don't know who, who knows how many edibles he took, and who knows what else happened that we don't know about. So yeah, I mean, he was injured to start the season. And then they're like, well, even when you do get healthy, you're fucking fucked. Yeah. Ten games, bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, now, right. and now I don't know how many games between now and December 23rd for them, but that's, yeah. By the he way. Has, he hasn't played a game yet this season. By the way, have they not realized, like, in Miami, like, not having a job is bad for you because there's so much shit you can get into in Miami? You oh, know what I mean? Oh, yeah, when you, yeah. Like, oh, hey, hey, Dion, <laughs> don't come to the facility for ten days. He's like, I can figure out something to do. <laughs> For fine. 10 days, he's like, fine. I'll just fucking drink and smoke and do whatever the fuck I want to do for 10 I'll days. Just go hang out in South Beach. <laughs> I know. It's 
a lot of stuff to That's what I mean. Like, my, like, if that was Milwaukee, you'd be like, okay, I got to get my act together. I'll go to the Cleveland. I got to go back. I got to go back. <laughs> I got to get my act together. But in Miami, he's like, okay, I'll look, fucking, look, look. I'll just go tell everyone I'm an NBA player and just go on South Beach right All now. Right. I'll be fine. Right. For the bachelor party, no surprise. You know, we've been talking about this. We were down in Miami. What, what, did, we, what did we run into almost everywhere we went? Cocaine. Someone always trying to fucking sell you some coke. Cocaine. Yeah. So imagine other shit. Now, by the way, we did not do any cocaine. Yeah, yeah, please. That's <laughs> that should go without saying. Yeah, <laughs> but all I'm saying is, there's a disclaimer. Like if <laughs> if uh, if someone if if a group of guys who aren't as famous as someone like Dion Waiters is running into that, imagine Dion Waiters what he's running into. Oh yeah, he's 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 running into that uh, cocaina. They didn't even call it cocaine. Cocaina. <laughs> Coca. <laughs> so. I'm in love with the Coco. <laughs> so I don't know. Good luck to uh, Dion and his uh, adventures out there in Miami. Uh, in case you missed it, uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers have made Kevin Love available. Possible trade talks. Yeah, good luck with that. Love, reportedly, would like to be traded to the Trailblazers. Why? Don't know, but that's reportedly that's one of the teams uh, that he's he interested seemed, in getting he traded to. He seems like he would fit in pretty well in Portland. But if you go to Portland, why'd you leave Minnesota in the first place, you know? <laughs> that was so long ago. It was in a completely different situation. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> saying city-wise, city-wise. <laughs> bro. Yeah, he was bro. trying to win, man. He wanted to bro, that was five years play ago. with LeBron James. Yeah. <laughs> All right. He, so this motherfucker. <laughs> so hold on. Hold on. This motherfucker wants, like, he's an NBA star. Yeah. And he went from Minnesota to Cleveland and now he's like, you know what? The only place I want to go is Portland. Well, I'm, I'm not saying that's wait, the only place. Wait, 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 wait. One of the teams. L.A., New York, Miami, Houston. What? Like, no, you just want to go to Portland? I'm not saying that's the only team. That's I'm just one saying of the those are the three, like. That he's reportedly interested in going weirdest to. Weirdest cities in the world. And he's like, oh, that's where I want to go. Well, I think, he's, I think he's probably considering the team and what they have on the roster. But Well, I mean, you can add him to the. To the list of uh, what these crazy Celtics fans wouldn't mind trading Gordon Hayward or whoever on the on the squad for, and I don't know. I think Kevin Love's game just doesn't match what the Celtics are trying to do now. No, it doesn't. It's five years too late. It's not twenty fifteen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and also you got to give up like contract contracts for him. Yeah, no, this he know, would be fine on the team, but like you were talking I, about what you got to give up to him. You you can't. You yeah, we were talking about Gordon Hayward earlier, and that's like. That's like the topic of Celtics Twitter. I just trade Gordon for Stephen Adams or Kevin Love. No, no, or just like nope. that's not how this works. Nope, <laughs> it's not how any of this works. <laughs> Stop well, it. You could, but you could, you but, could. No, no, but, no but, it, not, it is actually how no, it I know, works. I know, right? But you were saying it as if like, yeah, they could. It would match contracts, but that that wouldn't be a good trade. No, no. I Stop mean, it. If you get a first round draft pick back from Cleveland for Kevin Love. Oh, Tristan Thompson is like what? The, what you hear? Yourself? Wait, if 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 Cleveland gives you their first round next year, and you trade Gordon Hayward for Kevin Love, are you down? No, that's a top three draft pick next year. Why would they get that up? They're trying to get rid of these big contractors. Literally, to try get, to rebuild. That's it. They maybe they think they have enough in Sexton. I don't know. Or would you would you take a gamble on next year's? First round draft pick from Cleveland. If they throw that in the deal for Gordon Hayward, who they know they can get out of the contract next year, they have some incentive to do that. They they're thinking that we'll be better. Colin Sexton will be another year older. Uh, who's the other dude on the team? 
Garland? Yeah, Garland will be Darius another year Garland. older. We'll yeah, have our first see, round draft pick. I just top three pick. I'm still a believer in let's just let this thing play out. You know, don't don't disrupt the core. You I know. know. I'm and, just and, saying. And Gordon I'm just Hayward saying, is a is a strong piece of that core. I'm not going to say no to that deal. I wouldn't say no to that deal. I just think it's tricky when you deal with someone like Gordon Hayward who could opt out of his contract. Could well, make, yeah, could, that's could a big things, thing. It could make things relatively easier for you moving forward if yeah, you were because, to opt out yeah. and take less money. Yeah. And put the Celtics well, in a no. better shape financially. No, Gordon's not opting out and signing back with the Celtics. So you think if he opts out, he's, he's, he's gone. He's gone. Someone else will pay him more money. Yes. Like I don't if, know. if we'll Gordon see. if Gordon Hayward opts out, it's the Celtics are okay with that because they could then sign Tatum to a big deal and then have some cap room available. Right, and they have they have his That's, bird rights and yeah, it's still even even. If, but you do you think Kevin Love? Do you think Kevin Love still has it? I don't think. I don't know. No, no. What, I don't what do you think, think about I don't Kevin think, Love? I just said it. I don't think his game matches this roster. Why? But I just I don't know. He's not the same guy. You don't think Kevin Love still has it? Because right now he I'm doesn't. not saying he still has it. Right now he doesn't. I'm not saying he still has it, but like. Have we been watching Kevin Love these last few years? Like when he was a number one guy. No, he's balling out. Completely. He's having he's having a good season. You know, yeah. he's he's been solid. But but I, he I, hasn't had Kevin Love numbers though. Right, but I don't think it, when it comes to him coming to Boston, he's not going to have Kevin Love numbers. Yeah. He's not going to have Minnesota Kevin Love numbers because he can't on this team because that's not what that that's not what he would be able to do. Not, that's not his role. He's basically Cantor and a three point shooter. An overpaid Cantor who can shoot threes, uh, maybe a little bit, but. Uh, to Joel's point, the way this team runs the floor, the way they their offense, yeah, he doesn't really fit in with what they're doing. No, I could see him in a canter like role in the sense of not being in the game at the end of the games. Depending starting, on their match, starting lineup would be Kemba, Brown, Tatum, Love, Tice. Okay, is that better than what they have now? I don't know. I think so. I don't, I'm not quite sure. I think it's well more well more well rounded. I think um, Kevin Love's more of a power forward than Gordon Hayward will ever be, right? Yeah, but does that matter? Plus, you got a twenty twenty one. Plus, you got a twenty twenty one first round pick. That now that Hayward's there, he's definitely going to leave Cleveland, and they'll probably suck again next year. I don't know. We'll see. I'm not. I'm not into trading this core. I, I mean, no. But I'm not saying no. I'm not saying yes. I'm I can not saying see, I like it. I can see why people would no, be though. open to do. I'm not saying no though. I can see what people. It all depends on what the first round draft pick you can get back. Okay. Because Love's locked in for another two years, I think, after this year. Two years, yeah. At like twenty eight million. Otherwise, we we, we there would be more conversations about a potential buyout, but oh, because yeah. of that extra year, I like how the Cleveland. I do like how Cleveland was like, yeah, you know what? We're contemplating trading him. It's like no motherfucker. No one wants to trade for him. Like, they, if you would have traded him last year when when fucking Kyrie and uh, Ka- LeBron left, you would have traded right. his ass. Right. No one wanted to. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? This isn't by choice. No, definitely not by choice. I think he didn't even play like half the year, though, so that was kind of hard to move him. Oh, there you go, Joel. <laughs> well, it's the same reason why uh, Draymond Green isn't playing right now. Which, why isn't anyone talking about that? He's not injured, all right? He's taking the year off. Can we just say that? Okay, the team's trash. Why isn't anyone talking about it? And he's like, I'm not going to play and be on this losing team and expose myself. It. You just said it. The team's trash. So, why? No one's even looking at Golden State. So, that's exactly, what, that's exactly what happened with Kevin Love last season. This year, it's just like, okay, look, let's just all, you know, believe in these kids. Let's just do our best and put everyone on the on the floor. But if you look at what's going on in San Francisco, I mean, Draymond Green 
think about it. If Jermaine Green were to, were to continue to play with these guys, and let's say he has the same numbers, or even or even his numbers aren't even as, as good as they as they usually are, then it would be like, okay, you're exposing him to the player he really is, which is someone who isn't as uh, valuable when he doesn't have top tier all star superstar talent right next to him. You know, yeah. sort of like what's happening to Kevin Love right now. Sort of, but at the same time, at the same you, time, you I up. dream of I dream of Minnesota Kevin Love when he was dropping forty points, yeah, but that twelve was, rebounds, yeah, five points. assists, and that was like was every seven, night collecting twenty twenty, put together twenty twenty twenty. Mister twenty twenty was Kevin Love, yeah. man. I still think that's out there, but again, any power forward that LeBron James plays with, he ruins. Ask Chris Bosh. Yeah, because that. That Wait was, till that, Anthony that LeBron, Davis. That was LeBron James's fault. It was LeBron James's fault. That was LeBron James's fault that he had freaking blood clots. No, that he <laughs> settled into be a three point shooter because he LeBron said, no. had to have the, have the lane. Okay, so then even after he left. Oh was, yeah, LeBron James gave him blood clots. It was weird. He sat next to him in the locker room and said, "Hey, blood clots on you right now." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> No, it's because he made him be a three-point shooter. No, he Bosch, made him not be a low-post player. Bosch is the only one in that first year that was like, guys, go nuts. Yeah, he I'll sat, just grab he some boards the backseat, and I'll shoot threes or whatever whatever the case may be. It wasn't a good deal for Bosch, and that's why he's got blood cuts. Well, he's got two championship rings, so. Love's got one championship ring. Was it worth it? You tell me. No. I, I think he, he begged to differ. No, I don't think so. Anyways, what else we missed, bro? All right, in case you missed it, uh, former NBA commissioner, David Stern, he's still uh, recuperating from a uh, from emergency surgery after suffering brain hemorrhage when he collapsed at a Manhattan restaurant. Man. No, I hate that shit, man. So, um, I hate that shit. I mean, the NBA, you know, released a statement saying that he's, uh, the surgery was, was successful and that it's right now it's just a waiting game to see what happens. Yeah, it's fucked up how random... Fucking shit you never thought about in your entire life, you just kill you. Yeah. Like, have you ever thought in your life about a brain hemorrhage? Mm. No. No. I hate that shit. And when it comes to David Stern, too, he does, he's done so much for the game. It's like oh, things yeah. that are still impacted today, even though he hasn't been the commissioner for a handful of years. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Fixed the referees and everything. From that to what he did during the, when he first came in in the 80s and the, you know. Yeah, no. No, he he definitely th- the way it's become an international yeah, game. Yeah, he took the game. He took the game globally. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah, that's huge, huge. That was stern. That was stern for sure. Yeah. He, I hate he, that shit. He uh wasn't afraid to, to to do things. And you know, you could say the same thing about Silver, but I think that that's he's Silver's heavily influenced by the decisions and the moves yeah. that David Stern made. Yeah, Silver's Silver's a less mafioso David Stern. Yeah. Like David Stern. Well, Stern, at the Stern end, opened at the, the door. At the end of David Stern's career, he turned into like, hey, nobody asked me any questions about anything that I'm doing type type attitude. You know what I mean? Right. Which is why he got a bad rap. But yeah, everything he did before that, man, it's, you know, it just sucks, man. It's like you do, you do, you live your whole life doing all this stuff, and then all of a sudden, like, you're eating in a fucking spaghetti shop and you get a brain hem- hemorrhage. Fuck. Yeah, man. As, as, you know, cliche as it sounds, but, you know, real talk, thoughts and prayers to David Stern and his family. And, um, as always, uh, hit us up on CausewayStreet.com for all Wait! Celtics, hold on, news, rumors, and opinions. And uh, Sean? No, won't. Do you have anything to add? No. What? You have something to add. What do I have to add? You forgot you, in case you missed it, something. You so were... that's your bonus. I, I open the floor to you. You missed something you were supposed to, in case you missed? I missed it because I don't think it's a big story. Play the audio. Do play the audio. 
Play it. I don't got no audio to play. Play that shit. Why don't you, why don't you introduce it? You Is this the, show still happening right now? You got the old school audio? I'm going to say that he is a really good singer that makes great music and is an amazing human being that has been lying to oh us my his God. entire life. I'm going to be an amazing human being who's been lying. This because big lie. No one knows except me. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> nah, man. He ain't blind. He called you up. ain't blind. He called you up. He was just like, you know, I know, does, I know you've been wondering this. He does blind publicity <laughs> stunts once every six months. <laughs> Let me where ask your, you something. Where are your facts behind this? Okay. <laughs> If, Where are they? I'm not even going to go into the most damning evidence against Stevie Wonder not being blind, which is visual evidence that he probably watched Whoa, himself. Hey. <laughs> visual. I see what you did there. But visual, I will say, evidence, when really. Trump, before Trump got elected, Stevie Wonder said, voting for Trump is like asking me to drive, right? Which we all get. Oh, Stevie Wonder, you're blind. Why would we ask you to drive? I don't get that. <laughs> no. No, he didn't say, obviously, because I'm blind and I can't see. He said, because I'm not an experienced driver. That was what he said. He also, said, also, he's not blind then. If he said that. He said, no, you could just say, you shouldn't have me drive your car while you're in it because I'm blind. Not, I shouldn't drive for you. I think you he said that because, because I'm not an experienced driver. He's joking by saying Stevie that. Stevie Wonder is not blind. He's been joking. He has driven he joking. probably a hundred times in his life, which is an unexperienced driver, and you shouldn't have him drive. He was joking. Everybody was like, ah, good one, Stevie. You're not an experienced driver. You can't drive because you're blind. Well, Sway, you watch this. It's a true story. <laughs> it's a true it's story. A, so, according to Shaq, we lived in a building on Wilshire. So you park your car and the valet's down there. So I'm already in the building. I'm coming through the lobby. <laughs> Door opens. This TV wonder. He comes in, says, what's up, Shaq? <laughs> Presses the button. Hold on, true story. Presses the button, gets off on the floor, bounce up, goes to his room. I went and called every person I knew and told him to turn believe me. No, bro, he got on the elevator. He's like, what's up, Shaq? How you doing, big dog? <laughs> big and dog. I'm bad. Yes, he did. Yep. Oh. Wilshire Boulevard, yeah. Wow. Yes. That's the story he's sticking yeah, with. I'm yeah. telling you what happened. You to tell the story. <laughs> I was cool. like, even Stevie could yeah, see you. Like, hold it. What? Yeah, okay. just, yeah. But you, so, you were so good, even Stevie could see you. Yeah. So. <laughs> I like that. And I've been telling you since 2000 and, I don't know, maybe 15, 16. Uh, I think it was around 16 or so. 16. Stevie Wonder ain't blind. Don't fall for the trap. And I've showed many people that video. Not the Shaq video, but the Paul McCartney video. Same shit, bro. Same shit. What do you say? You were the first person I thought of when he said the story. When he told the story, I was just like, oh, shit. You know, I've been, I've been preaching this to anybody right, who Sean, will listen. Sean's going to love this one. I've been preaching this to anybody who listen. And the fact that I made national TV and the fact that Shaq actually realized, like, wow, Stevie, you're not blind. No, 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 no. no. But the way Shaq told it was, no, I'm so great. I'm Shaq, the great one, that even Stevie can see me. No, man, he, 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 he wasn't saying it as like, yo, I don't know if this dude's blind or not. No, he's blind. Nah, he's just kidding. He's not fucking blind. He just <laughs> saw you, Shaq, and he was like, you are so great that he was like, you know what? That's not how Shaq I'm not going to miss out on this opportunity to say what up to Shaq because I don't get this every once in a while. I'm in an elevator. No one's around. Maybe he smelled them. He knows how Shaq smells. No, like. he doesn't know how Shaq smells. He saw Shaq and was like, damn, that's Shaq. I love Shaq. I watch the Lakers plus, every plus, night. Plus Court Shaq, side. Shaq exaggerates. Shaq, that could have. Nope. Nah. Stop hating. Nah. Watch the videos. <laughs> watch watch the videos. Nobody hates Shaq more than you do. 
No, Stevie Wonder is not blind. Stevie Wonder no, is not no, blind. Stop, if anyone thinks that he is, stop sending our listeners into a, a YouTube rabbit hole. And yeah, don't do that. You're living. You're living in a fantasy world. If you think that Stevie Wonder videos. is blind, you're you're living in a fantasy world. He's not blind. He can see. He can see you just as much as I can see you. Later. <laughs> well, if you're still listening at this point, we appreciate you. <laughs> Until next time, guys. Christmas Very special. Superstitious. Coming soon. Call doesn't see the writings on the wall. He's not blind! <laughs> Peace. <laughs>